Shalom to all! Today's office is Yom Adaf Salman Khalif. We are starting seven lines from the top, the first one on the line. And today's office is sponsored by Mordechai Kalman, Leibish Ben Chayaleo, Shoshani Hodis Basaliza. They should be a bench with Zer Shakayama, Banam Agunam Aiskin Baturbe Mitzvahs, Parnasa, Hatzlacha, Vachomili Demetav. And the Mishnah had said, Vachem Mehechel, Vachem Bemazbeach. Now, before we analyze the Mishnah, the Gemara quotes a Brisa, the Darshan's a Pasuk, that's going to be relevant to our Mishnah. So, a bit of an introduction. We've learned about various Avaidas performed on Yom Kippur. Vidoy Matan Damim, some with the Par, others with the Sire, some in the Kesh Kedashim, some in the Hechel. Now, each Avaidah is mechaper for a certain Avera, or category of Averas, for a certain group of Klai Yisrael, Kaihanim, Levim, Yisraelim, or for perhaps all of them together. Now, many of the Avaidahs are mechaper for a different Toma-related Averas. One type of Toma is called Tomas Mikdash, many times also known as Tomas Mikdash Ukedashav. So, Tomas Mikdash is referring to when one forgot he was Tomei and then entered the Besa Mikdash, or entered Tahar but touched the dead sherets inside the Besa Mikdash and stayed for too long afterwards. The Ukedashav part of Tomas Mikdash Ukedashav is referring to one that ate Kadshim in his state of Toma. So the Pasuk says, This Brisa enumerates certain Averas that Avoid of Yom Kippur is Mechaper for. And the Gemara says, Tanrabana, we have a Brisa. The Pasuk tells us, and he shall atone for the Kaddish Kadashim. This is talking about the Tomer related Averas that happened in the Kaddish Kadashim. This is referring to the Tomer related Averas in the Hechel. Exactly as it sounds. This is talking about the Tomer related things in the Azara. This is talking about the kapar happening for the kaihanim, am hakal elu Yisrael, this is the kapar happening for Yisraelim, yechaper elu halavim, this is talking about kapar happening for Levim, hushvu kulin the kapara achas, the Pasuk now has equated all of them, referring to kaihanim, levim, Yisraelim, they all receive a kapar with the same thing, shakulin mishaprim besarim mishdalech, beshar averis, they all receive a kapara with the sarim mishdalech for other averis, meaning non toma related averis. David Rabbi Yehuda, that's Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Rabbi Shimonimer, he says, Kashem Shadam Hasar Hanasa Bifnim, Machaper al Yisrael, but Thomas of the same way, the sprinkling of the blood of the sire inside the Kaddish Kedashim is mechaper for Yisraelim for the Averus of Thomas Mikdash Kedashav, and we do not need the vidoy to help affect this kapara. Kach so too dam hapar mechaper al kaihanim Thomas Mikdash Kedashav. The sprinkling the blood of the par inside the Kaddish Kedashim is mechaper for the kaihanim for Thomas Mikdash Kedashav, and just like by the sire, we do not need the vidoy that the kohen gadol did on this par in order to affect the kapara. And ukashim shavidu shall sar mishdalech mechaper al yisrael b'shar averus. The same way that the vidoy that's done on the sar mishdalech. That's mechaper for Yisraelim for all the other averus, meaning non-tom related averus. Vido shapar mechaper al kaihanim b'shar averus. So to the vidoy done on the par, that's mechaper for the kaihanim for all other non-tom related averus. And now the brass that's relevant to our mishnah, Tan Rabbanan. It says in the pasuk vechilim mechaper sakodesh zelif nayv lifnim. This is talking about averus in the kodesh kadashim affecting kapara. Oil maid zahechol. This is referring to the hechol and mizbeach kemeshmai exactly as it sounds. Melamed. We learn from here shakul and kapar kapar b'fnei atzman. Each of these three things that are mentioned in the pasuk, they are their own. Kapara. We have one section of Kapara referring to the Kash Kedashim, one referring to the Hechel, which is talking about sprinkling towards the Paraiches, and one talking about the Mizbech itself. And now over here, the Brais elaborates on something we learned in the Mishnah. Mikan Amr, from here they said, Let's say he did some of the Matanis inside the Kash Kedashim, and then the blood spilled. Yavidam Acher, he has to bring new blood, meaning he shakhs a new carbon, brings new blood. And he has to restart the Matanis inside the Kash Kedashim. It's spilled in the middle of those Matanis, he has to restart from the beginning. They argue and they say, he only starts from the place where he left off. Let's say he did one sprinkling and then it spilled. He comes back with new blood and he starts out with the second sprinkling. He doesn't start from the beginning. The Brisa continues. Let's say he concluded doing all the matanis inside the Kaddish Kedashim and then the blood spilled. He brings new blood. He does not have to redo everything that was done in the Kaddish Kedashim and he starts fresh from the sprinklings that are done inside the Hechel, meaning towards the Paraychas. Let's say he did only some of the matanis in the Hechel and then the blood spilled. 
David Amachav Yasser with Chilav Behechal, he has to bring new blood and start from the beginning of the Matanis in the Hechal. Again, because it's its own category. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, I remember they argue. And they say, He only starts from the place where he left off. He does not have to restart the Matanis in the Hechal. The Brassic continues, Let's say he concluded all those sprinklings, and then the blood spilled. He brings new blood and he starts with the Matanis that are done on the Mizbech. He does not have to redo everything that's done in the Hechal. Let's say he did some of the Matanis on the Mizbech, and then the blood spilled. So then, he has to bring new blood and restart from the Matanis on the Mizbech. And once again, Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Shimon, they argue and they say, the place where he stopped, that's where he continues. He does not have to restart the Avoida of the Dam on the Mizbech. Let's say he concluded doing all the Matanis of Dam on the Mizbech, and then the blood spilled. Everyone agrees that's not Ma'akav. He doesn't have to bring new blood now. And Amr Rabbi Yechen, he says, they both dash in the same Pasuk. Rav Meir Savar, Rav Meir, who is the Tanakama, he holds chatas achas amati luchavloy I told you one chatas, not two chatas. And if you're going to pick up where you left off after the blood spilled, that means that one section, one category of avayda has two chatas, and you're not allowed to have that. You have to have one chatas. That's why you have to restart the entire avayda if the blood spilled. Rabbi Lez, Rabbi Shimon, Savri, they hold chitoy echad amati luchavloy shnei The word chatas is being darshaned as chitoy, as in sprinkling. You're only allowed to do one sprinkling, not two. So if you already started the sprinklings, you have to pick up where you left off. You're not allowed to repeat one of the chituim, one of the sprinklings. And Tanya, you have a brisa, Amarebi, he says, Li chilek Rabbi Yaakov belugin, Rabbi Yaakov differentiated to me by lugin. Now this is referring to the leg of oil used by a as part of his tahara process. So again, a little bit of an introduction. On the eighth day of his tahara process, a Mitzayra brings an asham and a leg of oil. He brings other kabanas too, but we're only going to be speaking about those. After shechita the asham, the kain takes some of its blood, applies it to the Mitzayra's right ear, right thumb, and right big toe. Next, he takes the oil, pours some of it onto the left palm of another kain, takes his finger, dips it in, and number one, sprinkles the oil seven times towards the Kaish Kadashim. He takes more oil, and then number two, applies it to the Mitzayra's right ear, right thumb, and right big toe. And number three, if there's oil left, he places it on the Mitzayra's forehead. So this quote from Rebbe is saying that Rabbi Yaakov differentiated between the leg of Mitzayra oil spilling and the blood on Yom Kippur spilling. Rebbe Lezim and Rebbe Shimon only argue with Rav Meir what to do when the blood of the Yom Kippur Avay dispels in the middle. They agree with him, though, if the Mitzayra's oil was spilled in the middle, then the entire procedure has to be repeated. The Gemara asks, Valai, they don't argue with him, even in the case of the Mitzayra oil. Vatan, you have a clear brass that tells us, Nasan mixes Matanis Shabifnim. Let's say some of the Matanis of the oil are done inside, meaning sprinkled towards the Kaish Kadashim. And then the leg of oil was spilled. He has to bring a new leg of oil and start once again with the Matanis of the Hechel. But they argue and they say, The place where he stopped, that's where he picks up. Let's say he concluded the Matanis of the Hechel. And then the leg of oil spilled. He has to bring another leg of oil. And he starts with the Matanis of the Bahainis, meaning he puts it on the right ear, right thumb, right big toe. Let's say he did some of the applications on the thumb and big toe. And then it spilled. He has to bring another leg. And he has to once again start from the beginning. They argue. From where he stopped, that's where he picks up. Let's say he finished these applications to the right ear, right big toe, right thumb. And then it spilled. Everyone agrees that the matana that's supposed to be done on the head, that's not ma'akav. But we see very clearly from here that there's machlekes between Rebbe Lezreb Shimon and Rebbe Meir, even in the case of the leg of Matsaira oil. So the Gemara answers, you're right. Ema, what we should say, Rebbe had said, was Li Shana Rabbi Yaakov Belugin. Rabbi Yaakov taught me that they argue even in the case of Loig of Mitzayra oil. And now we analyze what we just learned. Amar Mar, Matanus HaRosh in Ma'akvaz. Everyone agrees that Matanus of the Rosh are not Ma'akav, meaning if there's not enough oil left, he does not have to put oil on the head because there's not any left. My time, why is that? Elim, if you want to say Mishum because it says in the Pasuk, 
whatever's left over, but if there's nothing left over, so then it's not Ma'akev, he doesn't have to put any oil on the Mitzayar's head, but Elameato, from here we have another Pasuk that seems to be similar, whatever's left over of the Mincha, talking about what's left over after the Kaimitz is taken out of the Mincha, does that mean it's not Ma'akev either? Now we know that if the Shuraim of the Mincha were lost before the Kaimitz was burned, then the Kaimitz isn't burned, so we see that Vehanaiser or Vehanaiseris is Ma'akev. So the Gemara says Shani Hasim, that case is different, meaning the case of Mitzayar is different, it says in the Pasuk, Umi Yeser and Vehanaiser. In reference to the Matan of the Bahainas, it uses the word Umi Yeser, so that's already considered quote unquote extra. So when we say Vehanaiser, whatever's left over is put on his forehead, that's Nam Akev, so only one part is Nam Akev. Anytime it says the word Vehanaiseris or Vehanaiser, that doesn't mean it's Nam Akev. Over here we have two words, Mi Yeser and Vehanaiser, so the second word we use to learn that it's Nam Akev. And we continue, Am Rabbi Yechanan, Samachal from Bezantap, Ashamatar Shishkata Shalaylashmai, the Ashamatar was Shechted Shalaylashma. Now we've once again come to the Machlaikas, Reb Meir, and Reb Lazar and Reb Shemin. The kind shechted the Ashman the Mitzayar with intent that it's a Shlamim or Ayla. So, as with many other Karbanas that shechted Shalaylishma, the Karban is still brought, but it doesn't count from the Mitzayar. And what's the Machlaikas? Reb Meir da Amar, according to Reb Meir, that says, Yavi Achir Yaschel Batchila, that we should bring new blood and start again from the beginning of the Avoida. That's when the blood spills in the middle. Hachanam, Yavi Achir Yishchat. Over here, he would say that the Mitzayar has to bring another Asham and it's shechted for him. Why is that? Because according to Reb Meir, an Avoida that's incomplete, let's say the blood spills in the middle, or this carbon was shechted shalai that's not valid, and it must be repeated entirely. This asham isn't valid as an asham, therefore he brings a new one. From where he stopped, that's where he picks up. Over here, there's no takana, there's nothing to do about it. Why is that? Because according to them, an incomplete avayda is still valid. The problem is that this mitzayra can't bring another asham, because the pasuk says, teaching that he can only bring one carbon, and in this case, it would turn out that he's bringing two, so therefore, he has nothing to do over here. However, Maskathar of Chizr, Chizr asked the following question, it says in the Pasuk, and the emphasis of the word teaches that only the original animal intended for the Asham is allowed to be brought, and even Rav Meir agrees to this Joshua. The Gemara says, you're right, Kasha, that is problematic. However, now the Gemara says, Tani Kavas Rabbi Yechanan, we have a Brasa like Rabbi Yechanan, not like the question Rav Chizda asked on him. It says in the Brasa, Asham Matzai Shishchatish Lailishmai, the Asham Matzai was Shechtit Shalailishma, the blood was not applied on the Bahidans, it wasn't put on his right thumb or on his right big toe. Hari Zaoil Gab Mizbech, it goes on the Mizbech, Vatan Sachim, it still needs Nisachim, Vitzarich Asham Achalachshirai, and he still needs another Asham in order to be Machshirim. So we see that the Brasa says very clearly that we do bring another Asham, not like what Rav Chizda said. Now the Gemara says, Rav Chizda Armelacha, Rav Chizda would answer you, and he would say, that that's not what the Brass is saying. My Tzarech, what does the Brass mean when it says, Vitzarech Asham Acher Lachshirei, he needs another one? Tzarech, Takano, he needs to bring another one, but he can't because we have this Pasuk, so therefore he's stuck. The Gemara asks, Vitani Tana Tzarech, Takano, does the Brass use this wording and say he needs to do it, but he can't, so Ainle Takano? That doesn't really make much sense. The Gemara answers, Ain, we do have Brasses that speak like that. Vatan, you have a Brasa, Nazir Memurat, a Nazir which is completely bald. And now we know that the end of the Nazir is Nazirus, he has to be completely shaved. But let's say he doesn't have any hair, he's completely bald. We need a pass the razor over his head. They say, We do not need a pass the razor over his head. And Amr of Avina or of Avina explains Shitas Beishamai. When Beishamai said, That means we need a pass the razor over his head. However, he doesn't have any hair to be cut off, so ain't like Takana. So we see that Sarach could mean ain't like Takana. Now, once we quoted this Brisa, we continue. The way Rav Avina explains this Brisa is not like Rav Pedas. He explains, They say the same thing. Beishamai is exactly like we already explained him, not like Rabavina, but like the way Rabbidas explains him, and he holds that a razor is passed over the parts of the head which normally grow hair. Since the Nazir does not have hair, we apply the rule, We don't need to fulfill the Pasuk, 
precisely as it's stated. We can do the next best alternative, which is at least to pass the razor over his head, even though we're not actually cutting any hair. And Rebel Lazar did not, we have a mission that says, let's say a Mitzayra doesn't have a thumb or a right big toe, he does not have any way to become Tahar because we can't do blood applications or oil applications to his thumb or toe. Rebel Lazar, I remember Rebel Lazar says, it's placed on the place where his thumb should be or where his big toe should be and his yaitse. So we see, we go to the next best alternative. Rabbi Shimonimer, he says, if it's placed on the left, then that's also yaitse. Even though he doesn't have a right big toe or right thumb, that's okay, we could do it on the left and that's also fine. And continuing to talk about Mitzayra, Tan Rabbanu, we have a brisa. It says in the Pasuk, and he shall take from the blood of the Asham. You might think that the kind should take the blood in a kli. Tamalemer, it says in the Pasuk, just like the Nesina, the application is done with the kain himself, it's done with his hand, so too, the taking of the blood, the catching of the blood, has to be done with the kain himself, with his hands, and not with the kli. You might think that we should do the same thing for the mizbech, meaning, the catching of the blood and application on the mizbech shall be done with his hand and not with the kli. That's why the Pasuk says, Just like the chatas needs a kli, so too, the asham also needs a kli. It turns out that we say, we have two kaihanim catching the blood. One with his hand and one with the kli. The one that caught it with the kli, he goes to the mizbech and does the application over there. And the one that caught it with his hand, he goes to the mitzvah and he does the applications on the mitzvah himself. We're going to stop here for the day. Everyone should have a wonderful day.